Icons Idols Irini by the Byzantine Choral Project. Episode 2. November 768 Common Era. The Golden Hall in the Imperial Palace. The most important families in the empire have gathered to see if their daughter will be chosen. The young Caesars, Leo's half-brothers, stand close to their military heroes, the Argyros brothers, trying to engage them in conversation. But the Argyros aren't interested in anyone who isn't a direct heir to the throne. They're keeping their eyes closely trained on their baby sister, Sira, watching her wait for the bride show to start. myself. I am Stavrakios, chief eunuch to the Caesar Leo. I am in charge of organizing his bride show. Go away. I would like to move you to another part of the room. No. <laughs> Forgive me, I know it must be strange to be in public unveiled, especially with your brothers across the room watching. I do not talk to hyacinths. That's unfortunate. You must at least listen to the eunuchs on matters of etiquette. You will get used to us. We are in and out of the women's quarters every hour of the day. But what I must do now is move you so that you are the first in line. This is the spot to be first on the line. Irini, where are we meant to stand? How do I know if we've reached the right place? Megaris, shh. Keep going. Oh... We're right at the end of the line. This is the worst spot. Venuses come sailing in on other ships to rival me. Unseen, the Emperor limps along, leaning on his son, Leo. No, I can't go through the main door. Father, we must go in now. There are too many people. And there is Travakios, as ever quickly solving the problem, whispering the solution into Leo's grateful ear. Father, apparently we can go in the other door. Who is this? Irini Sarantapekos. What a pearl. 
Suddenly, the crowd realizes that the Emperor is there already. Megaris! Megaris, get down! Kneel! Why? It's not time. Can't you see? The Emperor has come in the back door. He's right there. Oh, Irini, he's staring at us. What have we done wrong? The Emperor who hates icons is staring at the girl who looks like a purple Madonna. And she has no idea what to do. Oh, a eunuch is coming over. First, kiss his knees. Don't let him go. His body is purple. This man is full of power. Father, this is not the girl you wanted. This is not Sierra of the Argyros. This is Irini of Athens. Your dear mother was also called Irini. Let's keep going. Shh. I can feel her hands on my legs. She looks like an empress, a purple bride. I have an oath, Irini, a promise I ask of all. My tongue will say any lie to give my heart a home. Sworn on the Holy Gospels. Irini, this lie will be your life. I worship no images. I worship no images. I wish harm on those that do. I wish harm on those that do. Would you harm yourself? Perfect. Her first mention in the books comes in the Eighth Indiction, from Nikotheros. Constantine V brought Irini from Greece to be the wife of his son Leo, and in December, he crowned her Augusta and married her to his son. And then the histories ignore her, leaving us alone, thinking her thoughts. I looked at your picture and couldn't see your heart. I didn't like being painted. No, that's not true, and it's wrong to lie. I did like being painted because I knew I don't want to be looked at by just anyone. you didn't choose me. Why would you? I'm not famous, but my heart tells me I was born to be your wife. And Sira, to her brother's fury, is left behind. Eyes gliding over me Let's go. 
As if by magic, Irini Sarantapecos has gone from being a hanger-on in her uncle's house to being dressed for her own coronation as a junior royal. Perhaps in her head, perhaps, only perhaps, she's thinking, if this can happen, what else can I do? This is the great day of the Lord. This is the day of the Romans. This day is the joy and glory of the world on which the crown of the empire has been correctly put upon your head. Glory to God who is the master of all things. Glory to God who has made you with him. Look how they make a son within her out of duty instead of love. Oh, and if it had been you, Sira, your son would have been made of pure love. A woman not born in the purple allowed to make an imperial family? A woman not born in the purple given half a palace and allowed to rise? I see how your brothers are looking at her. I don't think she's going to be allowed to rise. Icon's Idols Irini was written by Helen Banner and composed by Grace Oberhofer, with sound design by Grace Oberhofer and Nathan Lee, music direction by Robert Frost, and audio engineering by Nathan Lee. It's performed by Hilary Asari, Iris Beaumier, Isabella Dawes, Hannah Aiken, Julia Izumi, Grace Oberhofer, Lucas Papenfusklein, Shanta Parasharaman, Yael Shavit, Kay Weber, and features Foley artist Nicole Orbona. All parts of the work are subject to copyright. Icons Idols Irini was produced by Emily Caffery and was developed in part by Opera America, The New Georges, The Alliance of Resident Theaters New York, The Tank, The New York State Council on the Arts, and The New Ohio IRT Archive Residency. Hi there, this is Grace Oberhofer, composer of Icons Idols Irini by the Byzantine Choral Project. If you've been enjoying the show, please feel free to rate the show and subscribe, or to leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think of it. If you'd like to support the work that Byzantine Choral Project does, you can now make a tax-deductible donation through the link in our episode and show details, or by going to www.byzantinechoralproject.com slash podcast.